Hi, this is Gordon Keith of Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. And uh, I don't want this to be construed as an endorsement of the Gravity Beard podcast. Thank you for listening. Now, I heard I heard you do a really good Jerry Jones impersonation. Would you do Would you do it as Jerry? Wow, you have bad information. I, ju- I just heard it was true. No idea what you're talking about. All of my family members are dying of cancer, and their last dying wish is that is that they would get a liner for my show in Jerry's voice. You know, it's always horrible to die of cancer. It's even worse not getting your last wish. So, I, I, my sympathies to them. Welcome, everyone, to the Gravity Beard Podcast, your home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Otter and Flav Show. I'm your host, Otter. With me, as always, <laughs> is Flav. How are you, sir? I am fantastic. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. You are welcome. So, last week we talked about Thanksgiving. We did indeed. And Thanksgiving is great. But I know you, and I know that it doesn't hold a candle to your personal holiday Super Bowl, which is coming up the end of this month. That is 100% correct, Toph. The Christmas time is here and upon us and in full swing. <laughs> and it's joyful and triumphant. It is joyful and triumphant, and I'm drinking today some Irish coffee out of my Christmas mug, and you can verify that right here. Yes, I can. Okay, so speaking of Christmas, next week is a special edition staff meeting. Do you want to tell everyone why? Yes, because we will be having our first annual office Christmas party. Yes, I am very excited about that. It's going to be most triumphant and fun and joyful and merry and jolly and bright. And we're going to misuse the copy machine. We're going to misuse the copy machine. Secretary is going to be making out with the boss. I mean, you know, Christmas tree is going to fall over. All kinds of great stuff. And Adam, now we talked about this offline. It's time to bring it to the listeners. Yep. You and I decided that we're going to do something that we've never done before. We're going to break ground. We're going to break the ground. We're going to pull out our golden shovels like we do every single show. Yes, sir. Because we're going to kind of switch roles. And I'm not going to know anything about the episode at all. And I'm not going to have any notes. Right. It's going to be a complete surprise. It'll be my Christmas gift to you and the listener. And we're going to have a a holly jolly rocking good time. I can't wait. Me neither. And this has been a great... uh, So far, the Christmas season has started off very wonderfully. The kids are excited about Christmas. The tree looks gorgeous. I've got some new Christmas goodies in the house here. And I am, you know, really enjoying a glass or two of eggnog slash Christmas milk this (laughs) season. It's been great. Okay. Well, we have one more announcement before we get started today. Yes, sir. Last week, we welcomed Lisa and Sam from I Shake My Head to the Podfix Network. Welcome to the Podfix Network. The Podfix like a mother. <laughs> I still like it. I still like it. <laughs> still rings out, baby. Yep. Well, this week we can officially welcome the second show to the network. Ooh, and what show is that? Well, it's called Bad Reception. It is a weekly podcast devoted to making the best of bad TV. Host Mike and Morgan dig through the television junkyard, looking to turn yesterday's trash into today's entertainment. New episodes every Tuesday. 
That sounds awesome. I thought you were going to say turning yesterday's trash into today's trash. (laughs) (laughs) Just making yesterday's trash more current. More current trash. (laughs) No, 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 no. So we want to give a warm welcome from the Podfix family to both I Shake My Head and Bad Reception. Both shows are hosted by Podbean and can be found any place you listen to podcasts. And of course, at podfixnetwork.com. Please check them out and welcome, guys. Yeah, welcome. Definitely. Next. Well, let's get started and look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. Why don't you kick us off, dude? I sure will. So yesterday, I hope you didn't miss it, was National Pastry Day. That sounds delicious. I, I might enjoy a nice little strudel. And I would enjoy an eclair because that's my favorite pastry. Ah, no, nah, I'm in Miami. Who am I kidding? I'm going to get some pastelitos. It's going to be awesome. Another good selection. So today is Nobel Prize Day. I don't have a joke for that. Well, I don't either, but I would like to award you the Nobel Prize in podcasting for consistently delivering platinum content on this show. Well, I cannot accept this award without sharing it with you. So to you, I also offer the platinum level content Nobel Prize for podcasting. Nice. So we are co-winners of the (laughs) Nobel Prize in podcasting for consistently delivering platinum level content. (laughs) It's just one more way that you and I are winning. Winning. Again. And, And winning big. Winning big time, bro. Well, congratulations us. Yeah, congratulations. Okay, well, tomorrow is Noodle Ring Day. Better than a Nuva Ring Day. Actually, probably not better than a Nuva Ring, because isn't, like, isn't that like a contraceptive? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't either. Once again, cursory research has failed us. <laughs> <laughs> but on Wednesday is a very fun day. It's Gingerbread House Day. Oh, that's a delicious day. Yes, it is. And I just recently have seen some really great entries into gingerbread houses, some being Star Wars, like the Star Destroyers. Nice. Uh, the de- Yep, the Death Star, and also Hogwarts. So, great day. Wow, are you serious? Yeah, it's amazing. A, a Hogwarts gingerbread house. <laughs> yeah, it's so, so sick. That is impressive. Okay, yeah. well, Thursday is National Day of the Horse. That's an interesting day, especially it's an interesting way to say that. Well, we do have one intern in our group that particularly likes horses, and that would be Vanessa York. So I'd like to dedicate National Day of the Horse to Vanessa York. But also, I'm going to modify this day just slightly, as we're known to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make this National Mini Horse Day because mini Ah. horses are awesome. Mini horses are awesome. Good call. And uh, congratulations to Vanessa York for... This also now being your national day. It is. It's it's National Vanessa York Day. Right. And Friday, we have National Alabama Day. So I am actually from Alabama, my early years. And I also wanted to vote this to the band. So there you go. That's exactly what I was going to say, because I'm going to celebrate National Sweet Home Alabama Day. And I'm going to listen to one of my favorite classic rock, rock songs on repeat all day. Yep. There is no other way to celebrate that day. That is correct. All right. Well, we can wrap up our week of celebrations on Saturday by celebrating Cat Herders Day. I'm going to modify this one as well, and I'm going to change it and call it Parenting Toddlers Day. (laughs) I think that's a fair switcheroo. So so let it be written, so let it be done. Next. All right. Well, with that, let's turn our attention to This Week in History. I will kick us off. This week in 1642, New Zealand was discovered. That's the same thing as Australia, right? Exactly the same. Yep. So let me let me just give you some details on that. 
Dutch navigator Abel Tasman becomes the first European explorer to sight the South Pacific Island group, now known as New Zealand. <laughs> In his sole attempt to land, sev- several of Tasman's crew were killed by warriors from a South Island tribe who interpreted the Europeans' exchange of trumpet signals as a prelude to war. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> okay, so I don't want to get into a deep discussion. You might even have uh-huh. an opinion on this. I kind of take issue with the headline, New Zealand Discovered, because upon landing there, if you get murdered by natives, it's already been discovered. Right, it already is known. So I find that headline and that story to be a little bit arrogant, in my opinion. Should be like more like New Zealand appropriated. <laughs> <laughs> right, New Zealand stolen from the people that already are there. <laughs> in any case, moving on, this week in 1901, the first Nobel Prizes are awarded in Stockholm, Sweden. That's pretty cool. And if I heard correctly, Adam... You and I are the most recent recipients of a Nobel Prize. Yes, we should put that in 2018. Adam and Toph were awarded the Platinum Level Content in Podcasting Nobel Prize. (laughs) (laughs) Or you might say the Nobel Prize for Podcasting for consistently delivering Platinum Level Content. (laughs) Yeah, or that. All right. Well, in any case, the awards were handed out in the fields of physics, chemistry, medicine, literature, and peace. The ceremony came on the fifth anniversary of the death of Alfred Nobel, the Swedish inventor of dynamite and other high explosives. That is... <laughs> did you I know love, that? I, yeah, I did. And I love that um, that, name, that that guy is associated with like the Peace Prize. The Nobel Peace <laughs> Prize. Right. He yeah, was known create, for inventing dynamite yeah. and explosives. You create peace by exploding your enemies so there's no one else that wants to fight you. That is correct. <laughs> And on this week in 1941, Germany declares war on the United States. And interesting fact, my buddy Saul just got back from uh, a tour in Auschwitz. He said that was very, very fascinating. Oh, wow. But that was moving. Yeah, it totally was. And on this week in 2003, Saddam Hussein was captured, much to the delight of many people oppressed by him. And also on this week in 2008, billionaire conman Bernie Madoff was arrested. He ran a Ponzi scheme that involved about $65 billion, making it one of the biggest investment frauds in Wall Street history. It's okay, crazy. L- let me let me pause you right there. So, his scheme involved $65 B billion. Yeah, billion. That is an enormous amount of money. That only qualifies it to be one of the biggest investment frauds in Wall Street history. It means there were several more that were more than $65 billion. Wall Street frauds that were bigger than that. That is insane, man. Isn't it? Totally insane. Next! All right, Adam, well, with that, let's move on to the news. With my favorite jingle. All right, Adam. I have terrific news for everyone else. Except for Keith. (laughs) This is my favorite part of the show is news quick hits. Because I'm here to bring you news quick hits. (laughs) Yes, please kick us off with some good quick hits. All right. Story number one. There's this woman and her boyfriend, Brittany Burke, age 29, and Richard Parasau. Parasau? Either way. Age 28. Who went into a convenience store. 
So allegedly what happened is her boyfriend went in there and attempted to buy a can of soda with a stolen credit card. The owners of the convenience store became suspicious of the couple after Paracel claimed that the credit card he was using belonged to his girlfriend. So they called the police. When they arrived on the scene, Burke and Paracel can be seen on camera fighting with the officer. Because that's going to end well. Right. So they're off to a great start. It says Paracel then ran through the store in an apparent attempt to evade police. Huh. (laughs) Good idea. You can kind of imagine this guy trying to evade police in this tiny convenience store. Meanwhile, Burke, uh, the female, went to the back room seemingly to stash a bag and then, and I think you're going to like this, managed to crawl into the ceiling ventilation system. Yes, that's fantastic. I don't know if you can guess where this is going, but minutes later, Burke can be seen crashing through the ceiling and striking a shelf before she, before finally hitting the floor. That makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Both suspects are arrested. Paracel faces 11 charges, including, including using a stolen credit card, resisting arrest, attempting to disarm a police officer, and assaulting a police officer. Wow. Burke has been charged with obstructing a police officer, failure to comply with an uh, failure to comply with an undertaking not sure what that is <laughs> and this last one makes sense mischief <laughs> perfect well i feel like those are you know mo- mo- you know least competent criminal of the week <laughs> oh wait i think you've already forgotten this is news quick hits adam oh that's right i have forgotten that all right adam quick hit number two number two quick hit i'm gonna go ahead and read the headline which i don't often do so here it is Okay. Man without pants falls through Waffle House ceiling. (laughs) Did he land on the hot grill? (laughs) No, he did not. But here's what happened. Darn it. So it says police are looking for a man who fell through the ceiling of a Waffle House restaurant Sunday morning. Adam, a video similar to the last story of the incident shows the ceiling of the restaurant bulge outward before giving way to a man falling through. So he falls through the ceiling And then he gets up and shoves customers as he makes his way towards the door, which is being blocked by some of the customers. (laughs) Wow, team spirit. That's exactly right. Good for them. The video cuts off as the man grabs a chair and hits the door with his shoulder and then falls to the floor. Idiot. So clearly, this isn't working for him. Right. Police say that the suspect, Wesley Glenn Bost of Birmingham, I don't understand this, it says he got away after a brief chase? That seems ridiculous. It does. I'm not sure quite how he slipped away. But <laughs> this is the least surprising part of the story. Police said they believe that Bost was on was drunk or on drugs. What a surprise. So a guy falling through the ceiling at a Waffle House, that's absolutely shocking. One of the questions that you might ask is, why wasn't he wearing any pants? Right. That seems going to be the, mis- the main mystery here. Well, like, why are you climbing up the ceiling? That's, that's, that's a, a thing, too. Right. But what happened to your pants? Right, and why is that necessary? <laughs> so what they suspect is that he went into the bathroom, took off his pants, and then crawled up into the ceiling. Still no reason to take off your pants. And so the story actually ends in a fairly shocking way because it says police said they're getting felony arrest warrants for Bost. Oh, good. But that means they don't have him in custody. Right, that means he is free. So I guess he's not the least competent criminal. No, he's actually quite competent for a drunk guy that's on drugs not wearing any pants. Not wearing any pants, that's correct. All right. 
Adam. Yes. I have another quick hit. I can't wait to hear it. Sorry, Keith. Adam, this is the story of 29-year-old Ryan Dolan. Okay. Ryan's story takes place in a McDonald's in Edinburgh, Adam. Mm-hmm. So Dolan goes into McDonald's around 5 a.m. And now you and I have probably been to many McDonald's over our years. Sure. Let me know. I'm going to go through this story, and I want you to let me know if you've ever conducted your way in this fashion at a McDonald's. Okay. And I should say that we got this story from our friend, Tori. Oh, okay. So thank you, Tori. So Dolan goes into McDonald's. He stands about two meters away from the counter. And the article says, out of the blue, he took his trousers and pants off. That meaning his underwear and his pants. Right. I'm just going to be a little medical here, if you don't mind. Okay. So he takes his underwear and his pants off, showing his penis and testicles and soon was dancing with his trousers down. Right. Yeah, that seems like that might happen, especially in a pub-like environment. Sure. So at this point, he pulls his trousers back again, but then jumped across the counter into the staff area. Dolan was told to leave. I can only imagine. Sure. But he takes his trousers and pants off again. Damn things won't stay on. <laughs> He's doubling down. I like this. The article says he grabbed his penis and started to play with it. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Pretending to serve customers and started dancing again. Car- <laughs> and this, is, this might be my favorite part of the article. Carrying out helicopter-like moves with his penis. I've <laughs> <laughs> been wanting to do that since I was a kid. <laughs> right. Who among us has not done this at least once? <laughs> it, says, it says this went on for... I, I, I don't I don't understand this. This went on for a few minutes, it says. Wow. Before he jumped back on the front counter, still half naked. Dolan then pulled his trousers and pants back up and left. Wow. Just like that, huh? Yeah. Man, I wonder if the cops got him. <laughs> well, I don't know, but someone inside the restaurant, I think, described it pretty accurately. They described his actions as boisterous and heavily fueled by alcohol oh yeah no question about it the police have been contacted and when shown on closed caption television footage one of the officers recognized dolan and he was later arrested he's still more competent than the first guy (laughs) right it says and this probably isn't surprising either dolan had very little recollection of the incident oh sure however he had two previous convictions for similar offenses. <laughs> uh, it's a man of consistency. Well, Adam, as often happens, in fact, it happens every episode. Every single episode. We've run out of time and we're not going to get to our next story. God dang it, man. But I do have the headline. I'll, I'll, we at least have time to share the headline. At least we have that, yeah. Drunk man's shopping frenzy ends with live pig, peacock, and giant salamander. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And in in those strings of words put together. Truck <laughs> <laughs> man shopping frenzy ends with live pig, peacock, and giant salamander. Yeah. Yeah, because all that makes sense together. Well, and it's and it's Christmas time. So, you know, there's more shopping going on maybe than other times. It's like his version of the 12 Days of Christmas. Exactly. This story was submitted to us by Tiff again. Another, another one from Tiff. Another good one from Tiff. So, Tiff, we will make every effort to get to this story on a future episode. 
next. All right. Well, with that, let's move on to birthdays. Birthdays. Why don't you start us off again? I will. Okay. So yesterday was the birthday of Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas turns 102. That is insane. That is insane. That, that I mean, that is really old. Yes. That is exceedingly old. And by that, I mean, happy birthday, Kirk. And the, <laughs> all right. And yesterday is also John Malkovich's birthday. He turned 65. Oh, I love John Malkovich. So do I. I love the movie Being John Malkovich. I do as well. But still, I think my favorite role by him is in Rounders, is Teddy KGB. Oh, dude, he's phenomenal in that. And regarding that, you should know that I've got a picture of Corey McCord, Sciency McScience face, looking very much like Teddy KGB. Ooh, I would like to see that. Mm-hmm. I might make that available to everyone. <laughs> uh, today, actually, Bobby Flay turns 54, which is oh, pretty awesome. Excellent. All right, well, tomorrow is the birthday of Brenda Lee, who turns 74. For those who don't recognize that name, she's a country singer who sang my very favorite Christmas song, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Also one of my favorites, definitely. On Wednesday, we have Bob Barker, who turns 95. I mean, Mr. Price is Right himself. That is also really old. Also old AF. (laughs) (laughs) And happy birthday. Happy birthday. And speaking of extremely old, Thursday is the 93rd birthday of Dick Van Dyke. Also old AF, yeah. Yeah, so this is one of the oldest list of birthdays we've ever done. Yeah, that's a whole bunch of old people. The youngest person on here is 54, with the average probably being in the 80s. <laughs> right. Definitely. All right. How about some born this week, but now dead? <laughs> I still love that clip, man. Okay. This week, we only have one born on this day, now dead. That would be Frank Sinatra, chairman of the board, leader of the Rat Pack, died in 1998 at the age of 82. That's unfortunate. What a great singer. <laughs> he lived <laughs> to be 82. I know. Still, he's a good dude. <laughs> he also died 20 years ago. So yeah, yeah. If, if he was yeah. still alive, he'd be 102, which is how old Kirk Douglas is. Right. And he was also kind of an a-hole. So <laughs> next. Well, Chris, in the holiday spirit, I think we should do another round of cocktails with a celebrity. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So I think that it's holiday cheer. And, uh, you know, this is the time where the celebrities make a lot of appearances and we got a lot of stuff going on. There's lots of cups of cheer going around. So why don't you uh, tell us this week who's your next celebrity on Cocktails with a Celebrity? Yes. So I've done comedian John Mulaney. Mm -hmm. I've done comedian, actor, musician Steve Martin. Correct. And my choice today is probably someone that very few there's probably only a couple people that listen to our show that actually know who this person is okay and the reason is because he's more of a local celebrity right as a matter of fact there's probably a decent percentage of people even in the area that i live in my metro area that also don't know who this guy is however he's extremely talented he's a great writer he's also a musician And he has been on the same morning radio program on my favorite radio station, Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket, for 25 years. That is insane. Yes. Gordon Keith is the celebrity that I pick that I would absolutely love to have a cocktail with. Awesome. The reason I would meet with Gordon is because he's funny, 
He's smart. Sure. He's thought-provoking. He's an amazing conversationalist. I don't know exactly how old Gordon is, but he's probably maybe two or three years older than me. So we're okay. around the same age. So we'd have a lot of things to relate to. Sure. And he graduated from the high school in the neighborhood that I currently live in. And I think he still lives up near there somewhere. Oh, cool. And I've been listening to him on the radio for 20 of the 25 years he's been on. So I'd, I'd really like to meet him. And what cocktail would you be having with him? I really have no idea. I, I think, I mean, my go-to isn't really a cocktail. Really, it's just a nice glass of red wine. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you this. I've met Gordon Keith. Oh. In fact, I've met him more than once because they have station events, you know, different times of the year. Sure. And I got my picture taken with him. So I can actually, in support of this episode, I can post the picture of me and Gordon Keith so people know what he looks like because I'm sure nobody listening really does. Well, I, I don't think that that picture would be better than the than the video of you eating a cookie <laughs> on the local broadcast of the Dallas Mavericks game, but I no. think that it would be appreciated to see. Yes. So even though I've already met him a couple times, I've never really gotten to sit down and have kind of a long-form, thoughtful conversation, which I'd really like to do. Sure. Sure. I mean, absolutely. So what celebrity would you like to have a cocktail with this week? Well, I started off with Jack Black, yep. you know, uh, amazing. Excellent, excellent choice, by the way. Yeah, I mean, amazing actor, phenomenal musician, incredible singer. I just I can't get over how good of a singer he is. Um, I also followed up with The Rock, the, you know, basically, I think the person that America would vote for if he ran for president in 2020. Um, and so this week, I am going to do another comedian by the name of Bill Burr. Interesting. I love Bill Burr. I think he is one of those one of the few remaining comedians who can kind of skirt a lot of delicate topics in a very funny way and talk some real stuff. So I definitely, definitely want to grab a beer uh, in a pub with Bill Burr. Now he's from Boston, so I want to definitely do something like in the Boston area, you know, in a real Boston pub with him over a couple pints. I think that's a terrific selection. Thank you. And like we oftentimes do, I'd like to extend an invitation to the listener. Why don't you call the hotline, 321-465-2180, and tell us which celebrity you'd like to have a cocktail with. Yes, and which cocktail you'd like to have. Yes, please do. Next. All right, Adam, are you ready for this? Yes. Well, how do I know if I'm ready? I don't know what it is, but yes, the answer is yes. I know you're ready because it's time for another Darwin Award. I love Darwin Awards. I'm sure most people know what this is, but let me just go ahead and read it anyways. The Darwin Award salutes the improvement of the human genome by honoring those who accidentally remove themselves from it. (laughs) What a great tag. And you can go to the official Darwin Award website. I think it's just darwinaward.com. In any case, here's this week's winner. Jordan Easton, shortly after his 22nd birthday, stepped into a friend's crowded kitchen and told those present to... Check out his stab-proof vest. This is going to go great. Easton then reportedly plunged a knife into his chest and fatally wounded himself. (laughs) Poor guy. That is an understatement. (laughs) Friends tried to revive Easton, and he was rushed to a nearby hospital, but he rapidly succumbed to the injury and expired. Oh. Easton was known for his love of good-natured practical jokes, but his stab-proof vest was unfortunately his last. Aww. And so, Jordan, you are awarded this week's Darwin Award, and... And? We'd like to make you 
our Gravity Beer Listener of the Week. <laughs> Such a high honor. Good job. Yeah. Good job, Easton. Next. Well, Adam, that brings us to the end of another episode of the Otter and Flav Show. Flav? Yes. Anything you'd like to promote before we go? I'd like to promote myself at www.lordsaunders.com for all your podcast editing needs. And I would also like to promote uh, my new side project, which will soon be launching with the great Carrie McGinnis of Blazing Caribou Studios called Feast on History. It's where we explore some of our favorite foods and where they came from and where they're going. We'd love to have you join us on the show. Or you can join us in our Facebook podcast group called Feast on History Junkies. Um, so yeah, there we go. It's very exciting. Can't can't wait to have it launch and and, and but get in on the action now. We're already in the group, posting, polling, all that kind of stuff for content for the shows. Yeah, there's a, there's already a lot of fun stuff going on in there. And I'd like to promote the podcast I'm doing with our friend Sarah Stapleton. It's called Life Is Messy. It's about navigating the complexities of adult life while maintaining <laughs> your sense of humor and sanity. New episodes out every other week on Tuesdays. Subscribe and listen on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or any other podcatcher. And, again, we have a Facebook group as well. It's called Life is Messy. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. It's a terrific lineup of shows. Go to podfixnetwork.com to check out the entire network lineup or search at Podfix on Twitter. Also, please check out Podfix Presents. Chris Brayton of More Good Than and me of this show are in the middle of our NFL recap. It comes out every Wednesday from now until the Super Bowl. Find it anywhere quality podcasts are sold or just search Podfix Presents. There are three ways you can donate to the show, Patreon, PayPal, and Venmo. All the details and links are in the show notes. You can find our show on Twitter by searching at The Gravity Beard. We also have a Facebook group for the show. It's called The Gravity Beard Interns. And of course, the number for The Gravity Beard hotline is 321-465-2180. We'll play those messages at our next staff meeting. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeout. We also used The Only Girl, both by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. You've been listening to This Week Today on Gravity Beard. That's what your ears will want to be listening to. And as always, stay cursory, friends. one more question yeah whenever you're done here i'm sure it's gonna be really late but can we just go out for a couple of hours and just talk about sports yeah sure it's my favorite topic okay that's what i thought thanks all right god bless all right thanks